0: Whoa, 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 welcome to the Viral Dump. Today's going to be awesome. We're going to go ahead and dive into some moral questions, moral dilemmas. Would you kill 100 people to save the life of your mother? And many, many more. Section number two, when did that come out? Uh, We guess in a five-year period which of these products that came out. We try to guess the time period. Uh, Video Game Showdown. We pick two games and guess which one had the higher rating on uh, Metacritic, I believe it is. Uh, fourth segment: Man versus beast. Uh, we have the average beast versus man uh, compete in the long jump, the hundred-meter freestyle, and many more athletic uh, triathlons. And we're going to see which one, uh, you know, is uh, better. Uh, I'm, I'm voting man. And last but not least, we cap it off with the most viral Ask Reddit questions. Yeah, it's going to be a great episode. Saddle up, saddle in, or else it gets the hose again. It is the Viral Dump. I'm EJ. I'm Joe. I'm Jenny. We have Jenny here today. Let's get it started. Section one, Joe, kick us off. Would you kill a hundred people to save the life of your mother? Uh, that's, uh, let's just do that as the first question, huh? Okay. Um, what hundred people? It's a random assortment of a, would would the would the selection actually matter? I guess it, that does change the morality of it. It does. Yeah. So if it was like a hundred children in a bus, catering off a cliff and they're all going to die, I probably would save the children. Wow, what a but good if guy. it was just like I click a button like that movie and a hundred oh. random people die around oh, the world, yeah. I probably would save my mom. What was it what was the uh the twist on that movie? I don't know. I've never actually seen it. I, just, I think it was like aliens were like testing humans to see if they could be like moral or not, and then like humans failed because they kept pressing the button. Yeah, they joined the Galactic Federation or some <laughs> yeah. shit. I think that's uh Star Wars or Battlestar Galactica. Yeah, anyway. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, yeah, what, what about to uh, to kill Jenny or not? Would let's go with Jenny. You better watch yourself. <laughs> it's got to be. De- it really depends on the what hundred people we're talking about. We're talking about a hundred random adults. No children would be killed. Would you kill Jenny or a hundred random adults? And they're random throughout the world. So, oh well, yeah, yeah. Just it doesn't bother me now. I don't know anything about it.
1: <laughs> Good answer.
0: Like if they just like kill over dead with a heart attack, maybe yeah. I, I would just kill those people and then yeah. save my wife. Yeah, I, I would say so too. I'd say, you know, I, I would go the selfish route probably, unless if it was like children or like really important people that were like, yeah, you know, so needed for society. Just a hundred so. random people. Yeah, I think I would. I would. I would click that button. <laughs> <laughs> I think a lot of people would. Yeah. That's why it's a dilemma, right? But if it was just like. 100 kids I seen careening off a like a cliff in a, in a bus okay. and I had to save them or save Jenny I probably would like Jenny I'm sorry I, I gotta save the kids 100 Floridians I would definitely the- <laughs> <laughs> I would hit it a few times just to make sure it worked like <laughs> let's kill 400 Floridians okay What's the next one? Okay. So, we got a website here with a bunch of different moral dilemmas. Yeah. I guess we uh just read this out. Is that, yeah. that your idea, EJ? Yeah, let's just read out like five of them and discuss uh, what we'd do. All right, go ahead and read it. All right, get rich. Uh, this one's titled Get Rich. Your friend offers you an opportunity to make a great deal of money very quickly. He has arranged to set up an offshore account for your profits. He, uh, not tell you exactly, uh, how he's making the money, but you get the impression that it's not exactly legal. Uh, he only wants an investment of $500 and promises. You will, uh, enough of your, uh, minimal investment that you will never need to work again. Uh, so basically something immoral is happening and, uh, you basically are giving up money, but you don't know what it is. So you're just not privy to it. Um, so do you, A, give him $500 deciding if you don't know who he is making it, uh, you're in the clear, or if you don't know how he's making it, you know, it's not your responsibility. Uh, B, uh, demand to know the details before getting involved, or C, decide you want no part of this deal as you trust your instincts to offer is shady, and you might even get in legal trouble. So, A, B, or C? Um I don't know if if I know the dude really well and he's just I I think he's just hawking off some um, yeah it specifies your friend so I only keep friends that I know I could trust <laughs> if you so were like- if you were like a big pothead and you came and said hey I got this business venture if I think you're a good dude if you're my friend I think you're a good dude I don't care what you do with it if you want five hundred bucks just give it to me back. Yeah, I think that's my answer. Unless I think you're like some perv and going to. I would trust most of my friends, but, you know, there's always, you know, reselling of stolen property. And, you know, if you give $500 in, then legally you're wrapped up in that too. And yeah, but you'd be part of the fencing scandal and go to federal court. No cop, no stop, bro. Just how would, how would they know unless your friend is the one that rats you out? Yeah, exactly. All right. Yeah. Fuck the police. Fuck the police. No, nope.
1: because <laughs> nope. it depends on who you're pissing off. Right. You yeah. don't know what he's going to do or yeah. she's going to do. That's, no, that's what that's I'd be scared. I'd be scared. You could I'd be, be scared. scared over
0: other communic- like criminals that could come after you or something. And Yeah, there's a lot of possibilities. <laughs>
1: there's way too many possibilities that would scare me enough.
0: wimps <laughs> Very much so. Telling no a secret is this one. Telling a secret. Your friend tells you they committed a crime... They explain that they're having trouble sleeping at night and feel you are the only one they can trust with their confession. A few days later, you read in the paper that someone has been arrested for your friend's crime. Do you A, go to the police and be a tattling little bitch? Uh, B, encourage your friend to confess and warn him if he does not, you will? Or C, uh, say nothing because you will not betray your friend's confidence? Um, does it I'm, speci- I'm going to go with B on that. Does it specify the crime? No. No. Well, I guess it depends on the crime. Yeah, yeah. I say, it's very dependent. Like, a lot of this stuff is kind of uh, all over the place.
1: But it's in the newspaper, so it's something big enough to make it to the paper. Yeah. yeah.
0: And you can't let somebody else take the fall for your friend. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know if I would go to the police immediately. It depends on what the crime is. But um, I would definitely encourage them to not let this person take the fall. And then if they did... Um, I wouldn't want to be friends with them anyway so yeah yeah, yeah. i agree i agree too that's uh you can't do that shit yeah it's definitely not uh, you can't go to the cops maybe like yeah. a rat too so. Snitches get stitches so snitches get stitches bitches mm-hmm. all right more let's find another one your friend has a great sense of humor However, sometimes his jokes involve making fun of others in inappropriate ways. (laughs) We know how this works. (laughs) You'll point out a physical flaw or look for something odd or different about a person and make an unkind comment. You feel uncomfortable when your friend does this. Do you say something or just laugh along? Uh, You gotta laugh along with him, man. Yeah, I mean, words are just words at the end of the day. I know... You know, I I definitely am more sensitive and more caring towards how people perceive words and what is said nowadays. But at the end of the day, words are just words. So Okay, so here's the... I would probably laugh along with them. But then, like, dude, that was fucked up. (laughs) <laughs> you can't you, you can't yeah. say that. It's twenty twenty two. Yeah, we'd I'd have explain, that conversation afterwards. Explain to them why what they're saying is ridiculous and the, why they shouldn't. Right. Beyond just the words themselves. Now, if it's not funny, then obviously I wouldn't laugh along with you. I just think you're an asshole. But right. If it's like a good joke, offensive jokes can be funny too. So yeah, yeah, and and. It's a little uh, beaten horse and stuff with all the uh edgy humor from the 2000s and stuff where every comedian was trying to be the uh edge lord over top of each other and I was guilty of uh, yes. being into that myself but uh it's kind of cringe nowadays to continue that trend but
1: I think if everyone's honest they've all done something like that before yeah so
0: most people yeah
1: yeah okay most people not everybody I would definitely do the same thing I would talk I would to laugh. them I'd laugh and I'd talk to them after I'm like, always telling offensive
0: jokes you laugh with me <laughs> yeah and then I'm
1: like Joe you're such a dickhead but I call you out in front of them Joe and a lot of the
0: times she's laughing because that's her husband and she's <laughs> laughing out of embarrassment <laughs> I'm not going to tell you the joke that I said but she can probably remember she knows exactly what I'm talking about She had. she was a babysitter for a child one time and oh my god i, can't I said something this story. so disgusting and <laughs> <at> the kid is <laughs> a joke it just like bleached out of oh would you mouth. call me
1: your loony bin no. you can tell them that one.
0: Oh no that's not what i was talking about
1: i know which one you're talking about okay. i was just trying to divert the conversation
0: yeah they wouldn't understand why i call you a loony bin We'll get, that'll be a special episode <laughs> <laughs> okay. no
1: just saying it's because I had mental health issues
0: yeah and she he... <laughs> has mental health issues and uh, I called her my little loony bin <laughs> <laughs> it made her laugh though, so.
1: but I'm just saying that's the stuff that he does and yeah so yeah, we live that one. That's our life. That's our moral dilemma.
0: Yeah, Joe or uh, Jenny and I looked at each other as soon as uh, Joe read that one out. Like <laughs> yeah, we know who this is looked over about. Jenny and Joe.
1: And
0: All right, we're gonna do one more? Yep, well last one. Okay. there we go. Third strike. Your teenager has had a rough few years. First came an arrest for shoplifting. The item was a little value, so it was only a misdemeanor. Then your teen was uh, was with some friends who were smoking pot and driving too fast. Your teen has promised that they would turn turning over a new leaf and seem to be on the right track, doing better in school, coming home by curfew, and generally having a much better attitude. Now you get a call from the local police station saying your son was with a group of kids who broke into a liquor store and stole beer. Do you go to the station and see how you can get your teen out of this jam or let him accept whatever consequences befall him. Man, I that old school mentality jumps out at me and that's my first thought. I know it's not really the smartest one, but like the old school mentality in me is like let him rot in there, let him this is a life experience. Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. But then again, no, I don't really think the prison system or jails are too much rehabilitation in yeah. the first place. I would hope to use it as a one time like Scare them out of doing that kind of thing again. Opportunity. Uh, uh, I would if if depends on what his bail was. Like if he murdered somebody, then yeah, I'm not gonna like. Oh yeah, definitely. But if, well, innocent until proven guilty. If there's right. a, a doubt, then if, obviously I'd be some uh, behind my kid. But right. If it was straight up like this dude had the head of a woman in his front yard like uh maybe you should be in prison i'll come and visit you but
1: that's see, fucked up
0: <laughs> i'm
1: all that's my baby i want him out of jail i don't want him in there i'm not I'm saying it wouldn't bail him. him
0: out okay just depends on the crime because we'd have if a discussion you, you right see, now if you see him on the front lawn with a lady's head a severed head Daddy, I'd, ask look him what who, I got. I'd
1: ask him who threw it at him as they drove by oh
0: my god <laughs> <laughs> we gotta get trial by straight straight yeah. Well, you're going to prison bro. <laughs> sorry there
1: are other listen cause I just think of our child and that boy there's no way
0: yeah, yeah I don't think he would have a, a severed woman's head in in our front yard but just in case. Just- <laughs> <laughs> is that
1: what you're doing in just in case scenario? I
0: guess. <laughs> All right, we'll move on to the next segment. The section, When Did That Come Out? We guess the five year period in which these products were released. All right, first product is Stuff Crust Pizza from Pizza Hut. Uh, I'm a big fan of this pizza. one. Stuff Crust Pizza. <laughs> Um, Papa John's has a really awesome double stuffed crust pizza right now, and it only comes on their extra large, but it actually is wrapped with mozzarella and pepperonis inside the crust and it's a fat kid's dream. I love it. I've ordered it like five times since it came out. This is uh, like the fat the third fat kid podcast <laughs> episode we did. This is that's, that's just just that's just us. It's the fat kids so. you listen to talk about food. <laughs> What five-year time block do you believe Stuff Cruts Pizza came out, Jack? At Pizza Hut specifically. Yeah. Um, I would say early 90s, so between 90 and 95. I'm going to take 85 to 90. I think it was right before the 90s came through. So, Jenny, what do you s- think?
1: I'm going to say 90s.
0: Early, early 90s or early late 90s, the five-year period? Early 90s. So, you're going from 90 to 95? Actually... Ninety five to two thousand?
1: I wanna say the eighties, because I wanna say I remember them when I was really young. Yeah,
0: me too. I've been going eighty five to ninety. Eighty five to ninety, yeah. Like when you we guys remember stuff crust pizza from pizza when you were three years old. Yeah, I remember being like four and seeing like the all you can eat um the all you can eat buffets they used to have on the weekends. I don't have any memories from four years old and your fat ass remembers <laughs> what they had at Pizza Hut? just for, I only remember food specific Oh specifics. My God. <laughs> All right. Let's see All what right. the answer is. Stuffed crust pizza from Pizza Drum Hut. Drum roll. Huh? Pizza Hut introduced stuffed crust pizza created by Patty Sherbermeyer and launched it in 1995. Damn, yeah, yeah, yeah. I should have said Joe. my first Ooh. answer. I'm four years old and I remember this <laughs> Stuff crust pizza I used to eat. I, I remember being like in the little uh, all you can eat pizza area and looking up and barely being over the table and uh seeing like the signs for it. So I must have been oh, a little, you were little like older eight than eight that. Years old. Yeah. Look,
1: look who was in the commercial with it.
0: Oh yeah. Oh lord, it was marketed in a commercial <laughs> with Donald Trump. Wow. <laughs> all right.
1: Do you want me to man the keyboard? No. Nope. So do you have one oh, again?
0: Oh chip. all right next one up girl scout cookies when do you think the first girl scout cookies were ever released i'm gonna say i'm gonna say i believe that was a tradition i think if i had to guess girl scouts was probably in the 70s um when they actually formed so i'm gonna say probably the early 80s i'm gonna go 80 to 85 time block For Girl Scout cookies. For cookies specifically. I'm gonna go nineteen eighty two to nineteen eighty seven. Wow, that's very specific. Okay. Yep. That's my block. I'm gonna
1: go with the seventies,
0: seventy to seventy five. Like when super early. When Girl Scouts first came out then. Yeah, when
1: Girl Scouts first came out. Yeah, they had to have something to sell.
0: Yeah. I think that was just for them to like a marketing thing. Yeah. I think that was them to get money to do stuff for the girls. So all right, let's see. Girl Scout Cookies history.
1: Wait a minute, scroll up. I see nineteen seventeen.
0: Yeah. Holy shit. First known cookie sales by Girl Scout unit is nineteen seventeen. Holy Wow. F- How long has Girl Scouts been a thing then? Yeah, no shit. Wow. Long time. Longer long. than they've been able to vote probably. Yeah. <laughs> Girl Scouts. Um Yeah, it? that's crazy. Nineteen seventeen. That's the first instance. That wasn't like uh a... Right. When the product actually came out. Yeah. It looks like nineteen thirty three. It doesn't matter. We were so yeah. far off. Wow. Ease. The the more you know.
1: All okay. right. Next
0: one. What is the next one? Epic fail on us. Pizza rolls. And we're okay. talking tostinos. Yeah, we're we're talking like frozen pizza rolls. I'm gonna say this is one where like processed foods had to be a thing. So I'm going to assume it didn't come out until at least after the, the, the earliest would be the sixties and the fifties when the TV tray genre hit, it was like the late forties, early fifties. So it's gotta be after that. So I'm thinking, did they have like a Diddy Toastino's pizza rolls. <laughs> Get them today at Ralph's. Yeah. Um, When your woman is too dumb and not in her place to cook correctly, you eat pizza rolls because this is the 1950s and we beat our women. (laughs) Oh, my God.
1: Hey, nothing no bigger than the shape of their thumb. Yeah.
0: Go go pick your own switch, woman. (laughs) Okay. Um, I'm thinking Justina's Pizza Rolls came out in 1973. Woo, that's specific. To 1978. I got a five year up. gap, man. I'm gonna say that was a sixty five, like sh- like ten years after the T V tray boom. So So the same area. Yeah. Okay. What do you think, Sixty five to seventy.
1: Seventy to seventy five.
0: Oh my god, we're all like answering the same shit. Okay, well, let's look at this. It's a little off. In 1968, where he developed pizza oh, rolls. Man, oh, man. Nice. I was two years old. A type mm-hmm. of egg roll filled with pizza ingredients. Wow. Holy shit. All right. Okay, so Jenny was the closest. Yeah. Boom. Points don't matter here either. Okay. <laughs> so, 1960. That's crazy you think that's been, pizza rolls came out. So, they I bet they did have like a little ditty on their commercial. Yeah. Come to get your Tostino's Pizza Rolls. Da, da, da. <laughs> you, there's got to be. Well, we're not going to look that up. Corn Flakes. Uh, what's your favorite cereal, guys? Uh, I don't know, but I like the, the Kashi Go. Those are really good. It's I, cheap, too. It's like three fifty for a box That, that it's good because it helps you poop. It's got a lot of fiber. I've never had A lot that. of protein. You'll have to, you'll have Kashi, to show me that sometime. Yeah, it's delicious. What about you? What's your favorite cereal? Cornflakes is probably in the top three. Are you shitting me? Yeah. That's the most boring shit I know. Ever.
1: Our kid has been on a kick of wanting the old school cereals. He wants corn pops and We we got a big ass bag corn of
0: cornflakes in there. Do they actually
1: make corn pops anymore? Like yeah. they make
0: corn pops? Yeah. Oh. Like I don't the know Kellogg's one? one is.
1: Yeah. I go through kicks of it. Where I'll be obsessed with a specific brand for a while. Um, right now, I don't have one.
0: We're supposed to be guessing the yeah. year. <laughs> I just just looked it up. What uh, year do you think it came out in? Probably 1938. <laughs> is that what you say? Okay. What about you, Jenny? 1930s.
1: 1935
0: to 1940. I'm gonna say 1894. <laughs> what it came out. Let's see what it says. Oh, cereal originally made with wheat was created. I was on 1894. <laughs> wow, right on the dot. How do you do that? How'd I do that. <laughs> Maybe don't look at the results. <laughs> <Oops>. <laughs> I guess we're going on the next one. Cornflakes are boring. Good. All right, the bowling, bowling ball. ball. This is going to be interesting because I think uh, the bowling existed before the mechanics of how we know bowling nowadays. Oh well, yeah, yeah. Um, like. Even the pins and stuff, I think there was a different way of doing it, like, in no Scotland shit. or something. Yeah, it's been around um, for, like, hundreds of years. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, I think that's considered the same bowling. So, if we count the original, like, bowling ball for that game, I'm thinking, like, probably 1800s or 1700s. <laughs> like, I'm thinking I'm gonna 1500s. Say, I'm yeah, going to say the 15. early 1800s, 1810. I'm going <laughs> to say probably 14. We got a five-year gap we can get so 1486 to 1491 i yeah. guess I say, my my five-year gap is 1810 to 1815
1: so what's mine i want to say back to the third to the 1300s
0: okay so Thirteen. 1300s 14th century virginia let's figure this out
1: that's what I was going to ask, too, if we were talking about American bowling or... Just
0: the invention in the war- of bowling.
1: Just the invention of the bowling ball.
0: Jenny, do you have to use a kid's bowling ball when you go bowling?
1: Okay, so maybe I do. <laughs> and maybe...
0: I'm just calling you out right now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so bowling. See, there's pin bowling. Candle pen, duck pin, tin pen. Yeah, candlepin is the one I saw him doing in like Ireland. Fifty two hundred BC. Holy shit. Earliest known forms of bowling. Uh, date back to ancient Egypt. Holy fart. I was we had a closest. wall drawing of bowling. <laughs> we were way <laughs> they off just, they <laughs> decided that that was important enough for them to depict on their <laughs> on their walls.
1: I was the closest.
0: <laughs> Can you imagine Egyptians back in the day the yelling at you Over the line Over, Over the, the line, line. Donnie <laughs> <laughs> Good reference. Yeah. Egyptian tomb we've mentioned that movie like four times. Right. <laughs> All right. Egyptian tomb dated fifteen 15- fifty two hundred BC. Holy shit.
1: Wait, what's, what, is,
0: what what wait, 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 wait. Wait, what was it?
1: Remnants that? of bowling balls were found among artifacts. The period in the 3200 B.C.
0: Yeah, so they even found the balls that they were playing with back in 3200 B.C. Either way, we're like way off. They didn't get washed away in in the flood, apparently. Right. (laughs) From the Bible. Yes, the big flood. All right, (laughs) next one. Ben and Jerry's. Oh, man. I think Ben and Jerry's, like, you got to figure refrigeration had to be fully formed and such. I think refrigeration, as it was, they used to bring in big hunks of ice into New York. And <laughs> how old do you think they are? They're still so alive. at well, least think, one of them is. Oh, is it? Yes. Me? Well, thanks for the hint. I, I would have thought that they were long dead and that uh, they were like <laughs> the eighteen tens or eighteen twenties. No, is what he I ma- the Jerry or well, Bender Jerry, one of the two, made uh, uh, Bernie Sanders. Commemorative Bernie Sanders flavor When he was running for president Oh really? Yeah Alright They're well, like in their 60s They came yeah. out Okay well, Okay sorry I just like yeah, gave you for, some hints Yeah uh, So I'm gonna say 1950s then probably Ben and Jerry's 1968 That's my guess 1950 to 55 1970 to 1975 You're gonna now have to speak up woman
1: 1970 <laughs> to
0: 1975 There we go
1: Sorry man Good
0: enough She's going to just be really quiet as a mouse. All right, let's look up Ben and Jerry's. These are like flower children. Oh, 1978. 1978. See, uh, I told right. you, man. I think they're both still alive. Yeah. Yeah. You were way off. Yeah. Okay, 1978 is when they were uh, first in January. Oh, they're out of Vermont, too, so nice. Yeah, they love Bernie. Yeah. Bernie Sanders, bro. Yeah. We were Bernie bros. Yeah. Well, let's make that clear. Right. We won't bring up politics, but we were definitely Bernie bros. I still voted for Hillary, though. Don't blame me. Don't blame me for Trump. All right, next one. Wendy's, the restaurant Wendy's. Dave Thomas, I believe, was born in um, the 40s or the 30s, because I believe he's a little bit older than my mom, and my mom was born in the mid-40s. So McDonald's came out in nineteen fifty five. I'm gonna say Dave Thomas was probably twenty something when he had his first restaurant. So 60, Where was his first restaurant? Nineteen sixty. Here in Ohio. In Columbus. Yeah, Columbus. Woo yeah. woo bucket Hugs.
1: I've been to it.
0: Yeah. I think they tore it down. I'm gonna say st- I'm gonna take sixty to i am going to five. I think it's nineteen sixty eight.
1: I'm going to say 60 to 65.
0: All right. Me and Jenny in the same time frame. 60 to 65. (laughs) All right. Let's look. 1969. I was one year off. Dude, this is like local lore. (laughs) You guys got to know this stuff, man. I was one year off. This will definitely get me a better job on my job application. Yeah. Dave Wendy's. Thomas and when Wendy's opened.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you man. write that on my resume. All right. First the
0: first <laughs> headquarters was in Dublin, but it was founded in Columbus. Ohio. Woo woo. Sea bus, baby. Alright, next one. The first hamburger. Okay. I'm gonna go seventeen hundred to seventeen oh five. In Hamburg, Germany. Yeah, I think this one's uh, gonna be old but not super old to the point where it was before the seventeen hundreds, so Fun fact, Hamburg stands for syphilis in German. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, first burger, what do you think, Jenny? I'm going to say the first hamburger came out in 1878. What about you, Jenny?
1: Um, I want to say the 1700s.
0: 1700s. EJ, what was your answer? 1705. 1705, he said. He's let my cat up it from the basement. 1705 to 1710. Okay. I'm in the 1800s. Y'all are wrong. So 1878 <laughs> is, I think, what I said. Something like that. Yep. History of the hamburger. First appeared in the 19th century. God, I am on a roll, guys. Wow. Oh, whatever. First burger. Let's see. One of the oldest references to Hamburg sausage appeared in seventeen 17- oh so late seventeen hundreds. Uh, was the first appearance of one. Yeah, I guess I... At Hamburg, Germany, Hamburg steak become popular. We yep. don't really know. Nice. Yep. We just seen a date. We kind of we were, we weren't really prepared for this. So <laughs> the Hamburg, as it is known today, has multiple invention claims bet- ranging between eighteen eighty five. In 1904. I, was I would with say that Jill 10 was the closest years. on that one. I'd, I'd give it to him. Ah, yeah. oh, man. I'm usually losing, so this makes me feel good. Ah, <laughs> right. me feel good. The wristwatch. When did the wristwatch come out? When did people get wrists? <laughs> <laughs> Is that when it was invented? Um, So... I'm pretty sure wristwatch have been out definitely in the seventeen hundreds because I remember they had like wristwatch repair shops and stuff. I think in the Wild West, so like the Wild West was only like in the late eighteen hundreds, was it? Yeah, I thought that was the mid seventeen hundreds. No, uh. um, so yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna say sixteen eighties or so. Sixteen eighties, the first wristwatch, late sixteen hundreds. I'm gonna go with. 1785 to so 1790 okay yeah 1785 to 1790 what do you think jenny she looks like she's about to fall asleep <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think um 1790 to
1: 95
0: Seventeen ninety to ninety five, late seventeen hundreds. All right, let's see. History of the wrist watch. First wristwatch. <laughs> wrist watch. History origins. Watches evolved from portable century. spring-driven clocks, which first appeared in fifteenth century. Watches were not widely worn, so those are pocket watches. Right. We spe- specified wrist watch. Yeah let's see wristwatches concept we go. in 1571 oh. Elizabeth I of England received a wrist watch so 1571 wow. 16th century holy shit <laughs> that's uh that's old i yeah, guess it, it wouldn't be that much more different than a pocket watch though cuz you always think pocket watches are you just put a fucking yeah, strap on strap it, on it. <laughs> yeah. so yeah that's crazy 18, uh, 1571 um, at least that's when Elizabeth I of England received a wristwatch. Yeah. All right. Oh, interesting facts, everybody. All right. All right. Last one. When was the radio invented? What kind of radio? Uh, I was, I was going to say just the uh, modern FM radios. Let's go with that one. Okay, so FM radio first. FM radio. What do you think? They definitely had them in World War One. They had them in the early 1900s. Um, I don't think they had okay. FM that far back. Really? That AM for sure. Oh. That's just my thought. Go ahead. I shouldn't give you any hints. Yeah. I I think it was at the beginning right before World War One started up. I think FM became a thing. And AM was, I think, the late 1800s. So I'm going to say 1910. 1910. To 1915. I'm going to say 19... Um. 65 is when FM radio came along. Oh, okay. Okay. What about you? FM radio.
1: I want to say the same thing. 1910 to
0: nineteen fifty. All right. You guys think All it's right. ancient. I don't. Let's see. Invented in 1933. Oh, nice. So you guys were 20 years off. So that was when it was invented. I'm not sure when it was broadcast. Right. So it was after the first war, before the second world war. And it was probably not used by civilians or we were closer to the new you said the seventies, didn't you, yeah, I thought it was like nineteen sixty something yeah uh stereo f m oh man, they even had it in stereo back then, mono stereo, you yeah. guys know, like two speakers, two yeah. sources, all right, so <laughs> you guys are bored <laughs> nice um nineteen sixty nine invented a quadruplex. System of single station discrete compatible four channel FM broadcasting. So I was about, I was right about quadraphonic FM, <laughs> right <laughs> wonder, on the on the button. I wonder when the FCC actually started uh, being a thing. Um, I th- think it was developed when the uh, what was developed with what's it called the beep 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 beep, beep um, um, Morse code Morse, code, Morse code, code stuff. Yeah, what's that called? The Morse code thingy? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. What's the technology called that uses Morse Code? <laughs> I don't know. Video Game Showdown. We picked two games and guess which one has a higher Metacritic score. We're going to start it on off with 2018 Spider-Man versus Resident Evil 4. Good games. Okay. I'm going to go with uh, Resident Evil 4. Most definitely has a higher Metacritic score. Yeah, definitely. Um, I'm gonna say Resident Evil 4 as well. Spider Man 2018 was excellent, and that's the one where they first uh, introduced the swing mechanics. I'm gonna say that one probably got like a nine or an eight point eight or something high, but it probably didn't do as well as Resident Evil 4, which is probably on the like nines. low nine. Yeah. not I, so. I don't. I didn't really like Resident Evil 4, um, but the Spider Man game was fun. But I didn't really play that much either. Um, well, let's find out. All right. Spider-Man coming off of Metacritic. All right. Yep. All right. Spider-Man, 87. <laughs> so 8.7 was... on the, the user score, too. Yeah. Holy shit. I just look a pe- I took a peek at Resident Evil 4. Look at that. Yeah, 96. 96 wow. On Metacritic. That's like That'd... universal acclaim. We kind of called it directly, too. I would said... Uh... Spider-Man would be high 80s and, uh, yeah, we were right on the money. Yeah, I don't remember why I didn't like Rizzity before. I don't remember much about it, though. I think it was just so far different than what the other ones were. Yeah, they introduced, like, the sickness was more of a sickness in a village in that one. And that's the first time they did that where it wasn't necessarily all zombies. Um... Yeah, I don't remember. Fuck it. <laughs> Next one. All right. Witcher three versus Street Fighter five. Witcher three, hands down. I'm gonna say Street Fighter five won that. Um, Street Fighter five is like um, in a lot of competitive gaming and such now. Um, Witcher three is awesome, but it did get some criticism to it. I'm gonna say Witcher three is just below Street Fighter. I think no. I think it's really close, but I think it's just. Witcher low. Three is Three is like regarded as one of the greatest games ever made. Yeah, yeah. I think Street Fighter Five is considered the best fighting game ever made, though. So, I, I think you're just undervaluing Street Fighter on this. <laughs> I'm gonna say Witcher Three is higher. It's got a ninety-three. Okay, Let's say Witcher Three's got a ninety-three. Street Fighter Five has an eighty-six. I'm gonna say Street Fighter Five probably is a 95 or a 96, and Witcher Three is probably a, a 93 or a 94. No fucking way! All right, yeah. let's find out. Witcher right. Three, 92. 92. Okay, that's a PS4 version. Yep, that's all right. And then all let's right, check out. All right, drum the... roll, please. Street Fighter Five, 94. 94. Holy yep. shit! All right, no way. I pulled it off. 94 Street Fighter Five. Yeah, it's. Uh... I don't really like fighter games, though. So. Yeah, it, just uh, boring. personally, I would have picked uh, The Witcher on that myself, but I know Street Fighter has a big following, especially for that one. So, See, user score, Street Fighter gets a 7.4, Witcher gets a 9.2. Yeah, personally, I would take Witcher as well. So, But uh, we're going off a Metacritic score. So. Yeah, not, I don't think I've ever played Street Fighter, so I was just assuming it's going to be bad. <laughs> Next one. Diablo, the first Diablo, mm-hmm. Diablo one versus Tomb Raider one, Diablo, going Diablo. I'm for, going Diablo for sure. I'm gonna say Diablo as well. Diablo has a huge cult following. Tomb Raider was revolutionary for its time, um, but it just it hasn't stood the test of time like Diablo has. It it stood it well. It's definitely probably an eight point nine. But I think Diablo is probably at a 9.5 or a 9.6. So, so. I think um, Diablo, when it first came, we're talking the first Diablo. That was mm-hmm. procedurally generated. Every time you go into a dungeon, it's different than the last time you went. Right. That's what it made it so incredible. So I'm going to say Diablo is better um, personally, and I think it's got a better Metacritic score. So let's find out. Drum roll. 94, 94 for Diablo, yep. first All one. All right, I said it would be a 95, right? So yeah. it was one off. Diablo 2 is even better, I think. Yeah. So Diablo 2 was incredible. I didn't really like Diablo 3 very much. It was just like spawn, spawn enemies, spawns of enemies. This overwhelming amount of enemies. But then you would just have nothing, and then a whole ton of enemies, and then nothing. It huh. just seemed like Diablo 2 was just a perfect amount of... of uh, action and downtime. Let's see the sexy feminist icon, Tomb Raider. Let's uh, see What's how she does. Polygonal titties. <laughs> whoop, whoop. 91. 91. Okay. All right. So yeah. you're right. Diablo is better. I, I actually thought uh, Tomb Raider might be a little bit lower as far as the score goes, but. Yeah. Tomb Raider. I, I played the shit out of that one. Yeah. On regular PlayStation, regular Tomb Raider. And then um, they just released, I don't know if it's still free. Uh, Rise of the Tomb Raider on, um, what the hell is it called? Epic Games, the Epic Store. They just gave it away for free. So, I got it downloaded. I haven't played it yet, though. Some of the scenes are intense in that one. It's definitely not as good as the originals, but uh, it's pretty pretty fun. It's like a renaissance of Tomb Raider games. Okay, so now we're going to do Batman Arkham Asylum versus Far Cry 3. Yeah. Far Cry 3, man, it revolutionized how you should do um, antagonists in a video game. Storytelling, um, first person shooter, it was great. Yeah, it's, uh, it was freaking awesome. Arkham Asylum um, introduced Batman in a whole new way where you could actually swing around and have a free open world um, with Batman um, in the second one, I believe. In the first one, I think you were stuck inside of Arkham, but the mechanics and stuff of it was so awesome and so revolutionary. I'm going to give it to Batman Arkham Asylum, but I think I had more fun with Far Cry 3. So. Um, I think Batman Arkham Asylum is going to be considered the better game. For uh, yeah, sure. definitely. I'm going to say Far Cry is going to be like an 89. Batman Arkham Asylum is going to be like a 96. Yep, agreed. So, all right, let's see what what it is. 91 of Batman Arkham Asylum. Arkham wow, that's Sound-als. surprising. Yeah, lower than I expected. Let's but see. still, I mean, that's universal acclaim. yeah. It's still one of the greatest games ever. Yeah, All right, Far definitely. Cry 3, 90. 90. Okay, wow, so by much one bit. point. All right, Far Cry 3 was excellent. Yeah. the uh... But it's no, can your computer run Crisis? <laughs> you guys remember that meme from 2001? We're gonna have to... NASA's developing computer science. <laughs> now they, <laughs> they can, can finally play Crisis yeah. <laughs> <laughs> On max settings. All right, let's see. Next one. Black and White. Oh, two Peter Molyneux games. Yeah. Black and White and Fable 2. Fable 2 yeah. is one of my top ten favorite games of all time. Yeah. If you guys don't know, Black and White's an old one, and it wasn't as well known, um, but it uh, it you was pretty... Play yeah, you could play as God, and you could have a little uh, minion, and uh, it was pretty, pretty gratifying. It was awesome. You just, like, throw villagers... <laughs> <laughs> and then it would all get scared of you. Which, I think I think Fable Two is a better game and it is a better score. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna agree. But uh, Black and White was awesome. Uh, I'm gonna say Black and White was probably an eight point five or an eight point four, and I'm gonna say Fable Two is probably a ninety nine or a ninety eight. No, like, not that big. I, I, Maybe ninety two. I, I think it's probably up there. But it's it's um, regarded as one of the best games ever, RPGs-wise. Oh, yeah. And the first time I played Fable 3, I didn't get it because I just, the guys were like, oh, man, you got to hurry. We got to rush. got to rush. So I played through, like, the main story and not doing any side quests. This sucks compared to (laughs) Fable 2. But then I realized um, what they were saying isn't as urgent as you were expecting it to be. So playing the side quest makes Fable 3 so much better. Anyways, black and white. Black and White versus Fable 2. 90. Holy Ooh. smokes. Black and White had a 90 Metacritic score. That's crazy. I yeah. did not expect it to be that high. Peter Molyneux, he's infamous for over-promising and under-delivering, but Black and White is definitely a good game. He was like hyping it up with all kinds of these different god systems that you can do, and obviously they never end up in the final game. Just like everything he promises. But he does make good games. Let's see. Fable 2. 89. What? Wow. What? Wow. And Black the and white one. 6.7. You people are crazy. Fable 2 was awesome. Wow. I did not expect that. That was a twist. Yeah. Twist. We're a bunch of M. Night Shyamalan's over here. <laughs> <laughs> Fable 2. All right. Man. All right. Next segment. Man versus beast: the fastest man versus the average beast. Which one would uh, win in these different competitions? We have the first one up: long jump, man versus an impala. Well, you said fastest man, so <laughs> are we are we saying the long jump? Impala oh, okay. Versus man, what the do you think, best Joe? man out of this. Yeah, man or impala? Impala's got the long jump for sure. All right. If we, we if we were able to jump as far as an impala, uh, it'd be like sixty feet. Yeah. All right, Jenny. What do you think?
1: Impala.
0: All right, they're both going impala, so that means. So you gotta talk into the mic, <laughs> Jennifer. Bob Buman, thirty-nine point three foot long jump. Holy uh, shit! Done in nineteen sixty-eight. That is some impressive stuff, but not as good as the Impala. The average Impala can jump thirty feet, so it's a pretty close tie. Actually, just a little bit uh, of a win for the Impala. So, so the That's longest driving. jump ever was thirty-one feet. That's the, long, the longest jump on record is twenty-nine point three by humans. And the average Imbala can do 30 foot. Oh, shit. Okay. So you're saying the best person versus the average... Animal. Animal. Yes. Okay. So we're not talking records here. No. uh No. The only, I don't only think record we can get we're a world about, record. Man. Like I don't think like monkeys are in the middle of the uh, desert or <laughs> <laughs> in, the desert, in the middle of no, the forest like, the I broke that world record, man. <laughs> <laughs> Call up Guinness. Have a Guinness book of
1: world records for animals. Right?
0: Yes. All right. The uh, free diving, man or walrus? Who do you think has that, man or walrus? You skipped one. Oh, I skipped one. Sorry. 100 meter freestyle swim, man or the emperor penguin? Man Which is faster. Or the emperor penguin. And that's the 100 meter freestyle swim. Okay. Um. It's a measurement of length. That's I'm going to say. you go. Well, 100 meters how is how fast it goes. Sorry. The, the speed. Yeah. Okay, you already indicated yeah. <laughs> the length is 100 meters. Um, I'm going to say um, man's got this just by a smidge. Because emperor penguins are small, so they would have to travel like four times as fast. What do you think? I, I agree, I man. Think. You like? All right. You guys have it right on the dot, whoop, whoop,
1: whoop. Uh, at,
0: uh, Iman Sullivan, 4.7 miles per hour, uh, in 2008 in the Beijing Olympics, uh, has the, uh, record and the emperor penguin, uh, averages at four miles per hour. See? So I think if we we're going uh, maximum though, I think the emperor penguin, there's probably an emperor penguin out there that could beat the record, but, uh, we'll never know. So, we will never know. Unless they get smart enough to start joining the, uh world records so. <laughs> <laughs> go to Antarctica to measure of the emperor penguins alright next one free diving man or walrus free walrus diving, man or walrus I'm not it sounds like you're gonna keep these kind of close but I'm gonna say walrus free diving as a, a man you gotta be able to hold your breath for minutes at a time how far down you can go is yeah. uh, free diving just for people listening what do you think, Jenny? Walrus. Without oxygen. Freediving without oxygen. This is shockingly surprising. I would have thought the same, but you guys are completely wrong. William Tribridge, 406 feet to record in 2016, whereas wow. the Walrus average is only 300. So he beat it by 106 feet. Wow. Without oxygen. Yeah, without oxygen. That is, uh, That's impressive. That is terrifying. I it would is terrifying. Yeah, I would never. I don't want to be 20 meters in the water. Right? 10 meters. In, that's crazy. God. All right, All next right. one. High jump, man versus pit bull. Um, I'm going to say uh, pit bulls can jump. They got ups, but a lot of you ever see people jump in the NBA? Man's got that. Man, man for sure. Jenny, what do you think, man or pit bull? Man. All right. The answer is man. He uh, definitely can jump higher. Uh, Pitbull, I think, is at 6.7 feet. And then uh, the high jump for uh, man was uh, 7.9. So nice. 7.9. Yeah. So seven feet, (laughs) nine inches or 7.9? 7.9. That's almost eight feet. Holy shit. (laughs) All right. That's. That's, you. oh my God, you could like jump on top of a small building. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, that is crazy. So
1: who had that? I'm sorry. I blanked out.
0: Man. Man won that one. Wow. Yeah, I don't know. 100 meter dash, man or the southern dart butterfly? I'm going with man on this one because dart butterflies, I'm sure, are fast, but uh I don't think they're going to be traveling at like 20 miles an hour. <laughs> All right. Man. Yep. That one is man as well. The uh, dart butterfly is uh, just a little bit under. I couldn't find the resources on that one because uh, for some reason that one wasn't saved on my list. But, uh, oh, yeah, it is. Nope. I'm sorry. I take that back. The southern Dark butterfly, 37 miles per hour for the 100-meter uh, dash wow. versus... 27.8 set by Istanbul in 2009 during the Olympics. Can you imagine that thing just streaming in front of your You couldn't even see it. It would go so fast you wouldn't even see the goddamn thing. That is, that is pretty fast for a butterfly. Yeah, that's crazy. All right. Interesting facts of this week. <laughs> okay. What pseudo-fact do you wish people would stop using? Ask Reddit, uh, by the way. This is a new segment. Ask Moving Reddit. on to the next segment. <laughs> Cut. <laughs> um, what suit of fact do you wish people would stop using? Mine was that you only use like 10% of your brain or whatever. That's um, a myth that is from an old study where on average during the day, most people only are like active cells in their brain are 10%. But each part of the brain is used for different functionality, uh, and they have it mapped out to like 99% of your brain or something like that. Yeah. And the other 1% is just unknown. We don't, we just don't know yet because we're not that far along. But, yeah, I think they measure. I don't think it, it's definitely not 10%. I don't think it's 99%. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It's got to be it's like mush is used for serves for storage or whatever. I don't know. Yeah, it's like the resting activity in your brain is when you're resting is like 10%. So. Yeah, who knows. Um I don't I can't really think of one. I mean, you you mentioned this before we even started the episode. I can't think of one. Yeah. Um old wise tales about um, being sick. Uh, I think people should get away from that, I guess.
1: Yes, yeah, like putting what is it? Potatoes in your socks? <laughs> Putting potatoes in your socks, I heard. Yeah, um, someone potato, trying to onions. Me, I know, onions, onions. Yeah, onions on the bedside table to catch all of the... Bacteria, yeah, that's bullshit. That's that's that's,
0: I don't put some onions over here, that'll take really,
1: really old wives' tales, (laughs) old school medicine that has been outdated. Now, I know some people listening are gonna say, I swear by that. (laughs) That's good, I think that's awesome that it works for you. It just doesn't work for me.
0: It's the placebo, but I guess you would, you whatever the the old doctors and mystics and witch doctors from the past or whatever the sages of the community, they had to just throw shit at the wall trying yeah. to figure out what ha- what works. Yeah. Some dude said, cut up an onion and put it in your shoes. I'd be a creepy-ass doctor if I was around back then. Like, hey, little ladies, my semen cures cancer. Oh, like, my, Jesus Jesus Christ. <laughs> my penis has a powerful healing effect. <laughs>
1: well, I'm sure they had doctors like that. Yeah,
0: they got doctors like that now. <laughs> <right>? <laughs> What's one moment you found yourself asking yourself, what the hell am I doing with my life? This podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
1: Um, I get it every time, every week.
0: week. (laughs) (laughs) I think I've said that to myself multiple times while masturbating to really weird porn. (laughs) Like, Like, is this really where Jesus wants me? Yes. (laughs) Or uh My
1: brother, what are you doing with your life?
0: <laughs> so I can't, I can't think of anything today. I'm like so slow on the uptake today. That's fine. Who's the character everyone loves but is actually annoying? Mm.
1: What's the one character from Star Wars that I like that you guys keep saying? Jar
0: Jar Binks. Jar
1: Jar Binks. I love Jar Jar Binks.
0: Why would anybody? It's he is really annoying. So that's a perfect <laughs> answer. This <laughs> character everyone loves but is actually annoying. Um, I I think there's a good enough hate for Jar Jar Binks, though, that that one's kind of offset. A lot of people hate him. Um, Why? Because he's annoying as shit. (laughs) He was only put in there to try to sell merchandise to kids. And that didn't work, so they (laughs) wrote him out of the next episode. I I, I might get some hate for this, but I would say Spongebob Squarepants annoys the hell out of me. Oh, my God get like, out of my house <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why it Just he's so over I don't know
1: better not let I your godson Sponge... hear you say I know. that yeah. I'm glad he's not here
0: <laughs> I love Spongebob and that's not because I'm like required by my son to parental watch parental law <laughs> yeah parental <laughs> law I have to watch it with him I actually, actually legitimately love Spongebob what's well, one character I think is really annoying but everyone loves I have the perfect one. What was that? Deadpool. Oh, really? Yes. Wow. I did not... I'm going to stab you in the throat. <laughs> See, <laughs> you got mad too. I knew that was going to happen. Um, I don't get it. I, ne- I never understood the appeal of that movie. I watched it like twice trying to, to feel something about it, but... We don't do that on this podcast. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Jenny, uh, you haven't been on the podcast. There's an a ongoing running joke where uh, I have... An absolute undying love. For That's Ryan not a Reynolds. joke, though. It, <laughs> and, it, and I work Ryan Reynolds into like almost every episode. I didn't work him into this episode, so Whoa, I just I did. did, did. Episode, you just yeah. did. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Joe covered me this episode. Often. Yeah, and it's true. Yeah. I really don't understand why Deadpool, like the movie, is appealing he, to people. But... He is such an amazing man. It's it's uh... <sighs> Jesus Christ. It's not gonna get out of the hand. Okay. We got two more questions for you from Ask Reddit. Juicy, juicy. Juicy. Juicy, juicy, juicy. Juicy, juicy Ask Reddit's. Okay. What's the most fuck you present you can give someone for Christmas? Oh, my God. I know uh, Amber, my girlfriend, is not going to listen to this podcast she's admitted she doesn't listen to the podcast. <laughs> so I can say this freely. For Christmas, I got her a Torrid gift card amongst other things. But it's great because I bought this puzzle box that I put the put, oh, gift Lord. card inside. Oh It's no. a super annoying one, that's complex that you have to get the ball to one side and <laughs> press the button in order to release Those the are gift card inside. So it's it's kind of like a fu. You. you gotta have to you have to do this. You work for it. Puzzle in order to get your gift card. So I was really <laughs> proud of myself for that. Okay. What well, another. Um...
1: Like somebody with a gaggle of kids and give them a box of condoms. Yes, <laughs> that's a good
0: one. Stop reprocreating. Yes. Like Merry there's Christmas. Enough, there's
1: enough of you. We're good.
0: Um, maybe like uh, a video game to a girlfriend that really hates you playing video games. <laughs> that's a good one. Yeah especially one that you want. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hey, I got you Call of Duty for Valentine's Day. I'm trying to I'm looking at Jenny cuz so. I I got you va- va- uh, Call of Duty for Valentine's Day.
1: I was listen. She was after, pissed. Okay, at first I, mean, I legitimately because,
0: got it for her too. Yeah, and I listen. I thought it was a super sweet gift.
1: And it was. Listen. I Jenny was I a never had a then. boyfriend for Valentine's Day. I did the year before, and he made me a delicious meal. So my dumb, young girlish side peeked through once.
0: Yeah. I'm once, never letting it down. I'm never and letting I it down.
1: I got upset. And then not a half flowers. hour. Not, a ha- not even flowers, bro. I just, I don't know. I thought I was getting jewelry for some fucking reason. Afterwards, not even a half hour later, we're playing Call of Duty and I'm telling him how much I love him. I love the video game. So I'm sorry. He will never let me live that down. Nope,
0: never letting you live it down. Because you were so salty that I got that for you. Would have been great if you ever got her, like her a paintball gun and like, yeah like, Dude, and I to paintball going with you. <laughs> this is the most dudeish stuff she would hate. Yeah. I did one year, it was really sweet of me. I if I say so myself. I got her like a whole huge gift bag full of stuff that she actually needed. So I was like paying attention to what's the shit that she needs, like, oh man, I want a new pair of slippers or just stuff that she was talking about in 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 uh, normal conversation I'm like I'm locking that shit back up in my brain for Christmas I want to get her a nice special gift with like 30 things she's been wanting for like the last year
1: and then that same year he also got me a gamecube and a PS2 yeah. and yes you're a very good gift giver oh aren't you guys gay okay <laughs> <laughs> right, last
0: ask reddit Who's the character no, uh, we already read that one? We are screwing this one up. All right. What job seems to attract assholes?
1: Comedians. <laughs> true.
0: <laughs> Don't say cops. We can't make this political joke. <laughs> <laughs> that was also true. <laughs> uh, what job seems to attract assholes? Um, oh, I know the perfect one. DMV. Oh. Uh, associate. <laughs> it doesn't matter what part of town you go to. You go to the most ritzy neighborhood. The people at the DMV or BMV or whatever you call it, you try to get your frickin' license renewed. They're all dickheads. Oh, Someone yeah. shit in their fucking cereal that morning every <laughs> single time. And you I, don't wanna, I understand.
1: You don't wanna piss them off because that could ruin your entire life. Not being able to get your ID right do you know what i mean yeah.
0: so it's well, maybe almost not like, your entire life yeah it really they have a lot of power they, yeah, yeah they,
1: they have enough power to screw things up for your job that could ruin your entire life i don't know they scare me i he's, go in there and i'm ultra nice i don't care how i mean they are yes ma'am no ma'am yes sir no sir
0: right <laughs> at the end of the podcast he's dickhead dogs designed to make so much noise. I'm already going to have so much trouble clipping all of this shit. (laughs) You dogs suck. Well, at it least is. that was the last question. That was a good episode. A good Tenth fun episode. Time. Ten let, episodes. Let us know if uh, you want us to actually keep Jenny around. We can always get rid of her ass. Uh, and hey. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I'm just kidding. Jenny will probably join us for a lot more. Uh, check us out at theviraldump.com. All of our socials are there. Viral underscore dump at Twitter. <laughs> Uh, if Elon doesn't crash Twitter into the ground, which he may, um, <laughs> feel free to shoot us an email, info at theviraldump.com. Any suggestions or if you want to reach out to like do anything uh, marketing-wise, you know, hit us up. Appreciate you guys. Uh, I'm uh, the host, EJ. Those are my dogs. And that's Joe and that's Jenny.
1: Bye. Bye. Bye.